0: And we are back with another episode of Talk That Talk Uncensored. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Britt, also known as Alex Brie. And I am alone today on this episode. Um, Joyce is taking a brief break. So I'm going to be here to talk to you guys about uh, the topic of masculinity and femininity and what that means and some of my opinions on You know some of the topics and conversations around masculinity and femininity so i'm going to dive straight into it and define what it means to be masculine and what it means to be feminine according to google of course so for the masculine term it means having qualities or an appearance traditionally associated with men And then it's the same for feminine. So to be feminine means having qualities or an appearance traditionally associated with women. And for me, I've always felt like this is determined based on the individual. Um, Because to me, this whole masculine feminine thing is a a social construct. We as a society determine what's masculine and what's feminine. Um, So I guess my question would be, To you, the listeners, are these traits inherent or are they assigned? Because I feel like we have some people that feel that to be feminine or to be masculine is something that we all inherently have. We were born with them. But then other people feel like we are trained to be this way. So it's back to that nature versus nurture argument. So I guess for me, I feel most of it is just taught. Um, so nurture. I feel like from even when I think back as far back as, I don't know, preschool, the way that girls and boys are taught were just it's just completely different. We don't treat boys and girls the same. The things that we teach boys to do in terms of, for example, if a boy fell down, we tell him, oh, okay, get up, you're okay, you don't need to cry. Whereas if I fell down, they would, I would be coddled, I would be nurtured, I'd be told, it's okay to cry, you're going to be okay. So just with that, and as a young child, the way in which you receive love, um, is, is just different for boys and girls. So I think as we continue to grow up, we then take on these traits or we develop these traits based on how people treat us. Let's look at some of the traditional concepts associated with masculinity and femininity. So if we're looking at uh, masculine traits, many would say that if you're masculine, you're strong, um, you have a sense of control, you're driven, powerful, and assertive. Whereas for feminine traits, for women, we're seen as compassionate, passive, warm, affectionate, soft and empathetic. So I came across a really interesting concept that I liked that challenges the idea that masculinity and femininity be linked to a particular sex. I believe that the terms projective and receptive were suggested in place of masculinity and femininity in an effort to describe the personality traits of a particular person. I've recently been in several chat rooms on Clubhouse. I've been in most recent years. I've seen a lot of content on YouTube in terms of how to be more feminine or how to stay true to your masculinity and and these types of things. And a lot of the content I feel um, is very problematic Um, I see in terms of the femininity videos, I see women saying things like how to stay in your feminine. Um, If you exude masculine energy, you won't find a man. And I just find it to be problematic because you have people that may not be as soft, uh, may not be as empathetic um, or passive. Um, You have women who are assertive, who are you know, possess um, these qualities where are deemed to be masculine, but they're just being themselves. Um, So for you to tell someone that they need to be more feminine in order to X, Y, and Z, to me is problematic. And a lot of times with these femininity channels, they're telling women to be more feminine because of men. And I don't think that's fair. Now, if you're telling someone Um, who wants to explore their feminine side and you're trying to guide them in that, I think that's fine. But to say that you are teaching people or or telling people that they should be more feminine because of this or for men, I mean, that's just outright ridiculous. Um, I've also seen um, on YouTube where people are saying like men have to be masculine and this is how... um, you have to be this way in order to stay true to yourself as a man. And it's like a lot of this stuff ends up being toxic um, both ways. And I'm sure you guys heard the concept of toxic uh, masculinity, but toxic femininity exists as well. Um, and to me, it's just both of them are kind of reinforcing these stereotypes of what a man and what a woman should be. And then ultimately, you um, it causes tension between the two and not only that, it's very destructive for men and women to be extremely one or the next. I think as people, and I can say for myself, I have both masculine. Well, if we wanted to stick with that, that uh, traditional description of what it means in masculine and feminine, I feel like I exude both. Um, I don't feel like I'm one over the next. And I think everybody has, according to society both masculine and feminine traits and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that um, you may have some who have more over the next are a little bit more masculine or a little bit more feminine and, and that's okay and I want people to know that because even though you you identify as a woman or if you if you don't and you are somewhere along the spectrum you're not extremely feminine or extremely masculine that's okay. And I think with a lot of these channels and a lot of the conversations that are being had online, it's just very dangerous. Um, I've been in chat rooms where I'm hearing men say things like, I don't want to be with a m- woman that has masculine energy. And it's like, you don't... And then I, when I ask people, okay, well, what does that mean? They say, oh, well, I don't want a woman to think that she's, she's the head of the household. I don't want a woman to think that she can tell me what to do or to be assertive or take charge, that's my role and that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's like, uh, not really. I think you're insecure, <laughs> number one. I think it's okay if you're in a relationship to have that balance and why can't both of you lead? What? Why are we so stuck on the fact that men should lead? I I just don't understand that. And if you're in a relationship and you both Are the owners of your house, of your property, of, I mean, if you have kids, I would think that both of you have equal say in what happens in your life and in your children's lives. So again, a lot of it is just toxic and just downright dangerous, um, the rhetoric that's being spewed within these different platforms. So like I said earlier, um, within the last few years, I've been coming across a lot of content on YouTube and in social media in general about, you know, divine masculinity and divine femininity. And I never really looked into it because, again, a lot of the content that I came across, I just found to be problematic. So I didn't even bother doing the research. But in In coming up with the outline for this episode, I decided to do like a deep dive um, before even discussing this topic. And I came across a bunch of different articles um, and videos that kind of spoke to where this all came from. I guess that was my whole thing. I wondered, you know, where did this concept come from to begin with? So in doing the research, I saw that I guess the very first idea of masculinity and femininity came from ancient Egypt and what they did is they used anatomy right as a metaphor to explain feminine and masculine traits what they believed is that we all have these masculine and feminine traits they use the woman's anatomy meaning you know our womb our reproductive system the fact that it's you know it's hidden you don't see it in plain sight it was a metaphor for our mental the way that we think the way that thoughts are come about, um, our creativity, memories, and things like that. So pretty much the inception where things were created. They also align it to being dark, and dark not meaning evil, but dark in a sense that it's it's not in plain sight. Whereas if you look at the man's uh, physical anatomy, specifically his penis, it is in plain sight. So they associate that with being projective, um, outwardly directive, assertive, and that type of thing. Um, So again, just want to reiterate the fact that they used the anatomy of the man and the woman as a metaphor. I think a lot of the content that we come across now, a lot of these concepts have just been misapplied, okay? So in doing the research, I see that these metaphors in which they used is really just to explain the concept. but the article that I came across stated that we all have these traits. and I think in doing the research, that was kind of like an aha moment to me because that's how I always felt. People may perceive me as being more feminine, but again, that's that's all to, you know, that's subjective, right? Um, it's mostly about how we feel on the inside. And back to that, that concept of the dark versus light, dark meaning the womb that it's not seen, whereas um, the reproductive, the male's reproductive organ is visual, meaning light. A lot of people now are saying, oh, well, dark equates to evil, light equates to goodness. And it's like, no, that's, that's not what um, they meant by that. It's just in terms of if you look at the creation of the universe, even if you look at the Bibles, explanation of how that occurred or whether you look at or you science right science itself and for me I, I believe in both because to me if you look at the stories they're, they're pretty much the same it started off with nothing we were in darkness right and this great being created the world that we live in today created us created the animals created the ocean and the sunset and everything else right so the womb which is something that's not visible which is dark just like the universe was right it was dark and then something beautiful came out of that so not saying that darkness is bad but darkness is where creation happens you know look at the womb it's not visible but there's a lot going on inside of a woman's womb to create this human being this beautiful creature in doing the research i was like mind-blowing you know to learn about this and where it came from and you know, really how the information gets misconstrued along the way and, um, the misapplication of it. So I just wanted to share that with you guys of what I came across on our social media platforms. We'll share all the links and everything, um, about this topic. Um, but I thought that it was, it was very interesting. And I think again, the whole masculine feminine thing, it's just trait to me. It's, it's just, it's just a bunch of traits. Um, because if you ask me, um, in my upbringing, I, I didn't grow up in a traditional home um, with my mother and my father. I grew up with three women in my household. It was my mom, my grandma, and my great grandmother. Three of these women raised me until I was until 18 years old, right? And even to now, right? Because <laughs> parenting never ends. If someone had to ask me, what does it mean to be feminine? And those three women are really, um, were my examples of that. I would not lead with passive. I would lead with assertive, strong, driven, powerful. But yet those women were also soft, empathetic, warm, compassionate. Um, They were the ultimate balance of these two things. So again, I I think I just want to challenge people and the listeners in the way in which we think of you know masculinity and femininity what that means to you and is it really inherent or is it just a social construct so i'm gonna leave you guys with that let me know what you guys think i think that this is a very interesting conversation interesting concept and share with me you know and, and joyce even though she's not here with me today share with us some of the material you've come across that have you found to be helpful in regards to this topic And with that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of Talk That Talk Uncensored. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Talk That Talk Uncensored. You can find us on Twitter at Talk That Podcast. And make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So until next time, bye. let oh